everybody. Welcome back to the Religious Hippie Podcast, the podcast about being a young Catholic surviving in a secular world. This series of episodes is all about girl talk. Join me and my best friend, Chloe, as we give our best girl advice and answer your questions. Welcome to the show, Chloe. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. So Chloe's my best friend. Yes. She's also Catholic. I sure am. I love the fact that we're kind of like polar opposites. We really do be. Because she's super, super feminine. (laughs) And she has like that motherly sense about her. And I'm like really tomboyish. Like I love, I'm literally like our appearances right now are completely like opposite. It's very much so. It usually is. It usually is. But it works though. I love it. It works. We bounce off each other good. So I guess basically just starting this podcast to let people know a little bit more about you and about our friendship and stuff. Um, So we met back in 2019. Yes, ma'am. Pre-lockdown. pre-covid all those fun things r.i.p yeah yeah we met at canchis yes and um yeah the young adult group at canchis and we just like clicked right away yeah and we've been besties like ever since yeah it was called covatus at the time yeah ran by two um parishioner women and it was it was quite the time it was we survived that time we did we did (laughs) together yeah absolutely it was honestly though but now like there's the new young adult group there and chloe makes like these awesome cupcakes <laughs> and like I've, i i might have eaten over all of them maybe i would say you've eaten i've eaten a good an, abso- an absolutely amazing amount i've eaten at least i appreciate four. the i appreciate the cupcake support <laughs> cupcake support 911 <laughs> i need an ambulance there's too much frosting up in here um no, but the young adult group now is is really good. It it's, is. It's flourishing now. I love it now. So it's not it's yeah. not too bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's basically our background. Did you want to give a little background about like what you're doing right now, where you're at sure, in life, sure. stuff? So um, I'm 22 years old, uh, and currently I'm I'm very much in between things when it comes to career. You know, I'm I'm definitely I've been praying and working on my vocation. Uh, and really trying to be mindful of that for the past few years, especially after you know being an adult. Um, and I'm really just trying to work on my uh, relationship with Christ and growing in my faith and growing in um, faith-filled friendships and just seeing where um, God takes me. It's the best kind. It's the best kind of background. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> so basically our topic today is femininity looks di- femininity. There, there we go. go. There you go. There we go. <laughs> looks different for everyone. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, we yes. have this little session we called sure do. Confessing and Blessings. Did you hear Confessions and Blessings? <laughs> Did you hear that, folks? <laughs> we are so funny. We think we're the funniest people we, on earth. Yeah, a lot of I'm sure you, a lot of you guys are gonna do a lot of eye rolling, uh, but we thoroughly think it's funny. <laughs> we, so we I do. apologize <laughs> in advance. <laughs> So do you want to go first for your confession? Sure, sure. So I'm going to try and, you know, do it as most recently as possible. With it, my, yeah, um, in the last like, week. Yeah, last yeah. week. So I'm really trying to, thanks to my mom and sister setting a fabulous example in their faith, like they always do. Um, they've reminded me that praying the Angelus at noon is it's crucial and it's important. Um, and, and, you know, I've been trying to pray it consistently. However, you know, I've been reading it. You know, I haven't memorized it. Um, and I do feel that something that I'm praying daily should be memorized. And so I, I personally think for my own self, it's unacceptable. So I am, my goal is by the end of the month uh, to have it memorized. Uh, that way that uh, prayer is checked off my memorization list. And uh, I would say a, a blessing, that was my confession. <laughs> a, blessing. Bl- a blessing is the fact that I have access to those prayers. Right. I mean, it's a blessing that, I mean, phones, there's some good and bad things a lot of bad things I would say distractions yeah absolutely but I would say a good thing about it is the fact that 
we have access to so many beautiful um, Catholic uh, resources. True. Yeah. What about I completely you, agree with that. Yeah. So mine, <laughs> this is, I love our <laughs> different perspectives because I absolutely <laughs> love your confession and blessing. And I'm like, I love how different we are. Your tea will get a little worse. I mean, it depends on the week. It's, been, <laughs> it's still early on guys. Remember that. <laughs> Wait until we hit winter. Then all the, then all the seasonal depression confessions come out. Yeah. <laughs> depression session confessing. All around me are, no. <laughs> I love it. So my confession is that the other day I, okay. So about two years ago at the, at the Duncan down, down, down the street from me, um, I was really close with the lady who used to take my order there Mm because I would always go after, you know, 2 PM. So I could get my half good deal. You know, I could Mm -hmm. get it like half off for like $2. Yeah. And so Anyways, that was, like, before I was, like, super, super strong in my faith, like, mm-hmm. coming back into it, like, really strong. Yeah. And so we would have this inside joke where we would just call each other the B word. Be like, hey, yeah. B, you know, hey. you know, yeah. and hey. <laughs> and, and obviously, like, I don't condone that at all now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but she she came back after, like, two years, and she said that, and I did it back. And I was like, yeah. wow, Amber. Yeah, old habits Why hard. would I do that? Yeah. Like, and I knew specifically, like, I don't, I don't really curse that much anymore yeah. or anything mm-hmm. like that. But that was the moment where I was like, oh. Yeah. I messed up. Yeah. Shake your head moment. Uh, yeah. So that's my, but you know what? You recognized it and you done confessed it. <laughs> done confessed it. <laughs> done confessed it. You're done. <laughs> and what's, what's the blessing? Uh, so the blessing is that, okay, this was like in July, but my dad retired. Mm-hmm. And so like he's home 24 hours. Okay. Well now he got partially bodies. toured well, he partially tore his Achilles tendon. tendon. Mm-hmm. And so like now he's like on bed, like not bed rest, but he has to wear a boot for like three weeks and he can't yeah, take much. it easy. Yeah. But um, the fact that he's home 24 seven now and like yeah. I have my best friend home it's with amazing. me like all the time, yeah. it's actually really great. That really is such a blessing. Yeah, it's it really awesome. is. Yeah. I love it. Your dad's great. He is. He's a, he's a wholesome man. We love him. I was going to say Father Schneider, but it makes him sound like, <laughs> Father Schneider. Sound like a priest. <laughs> my dad is not a priest. He's not. He but does have spiritual authority, but not like that. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> so basically now to get into our topic of femininity looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. First, let's talk about like what femininity looks like to you because sure. we have polar opposites in yeah. femininity. I would say femininity. I, I really, I've always been a girly girl, but two years ago, Mary, she really, she really scooped me up like a dove. She really saved me and and the rosary saved me from a lot of pain um, and a lot of suffering. It, 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 it really saved me in a lot of ways. Um, Having her as an example, Mm. you know, our lady, she is truly the ultimate picture of femininity and grace and love and and especially motherly love. Mm -hmm. She is the ultimate mother. I mean, she's the mother of God. Um, And so I would say, even though there's a spectrum to me, the ultimate definition of femininity is grace and the love of God, the love for God, right. You know, and, and being nurturing to those around you and, and pushing through your own issues, no matter what they may be and making sure that you are um, humble too in serving, serving others. Yeah, definitely. I think it's also important to remember that like femininity, it isn't just what's on the outside Oh because no. so many people are like, oh my gosh, cottage core is feminine. Right. And, you know, and it is, yeah, it is. Aprons are cool. It's you know? actually more of a mindset. It is. 
yeah like yeah. sure there's there's traditionally feminine looks mm -hmm. and they're beautiful but femininity is in your heart right for first 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 and foremost right yeah. and I think that's so funny because the whole reason we're starting this podcast mm -hmm. is I came to Chloe and I was just like <laughs> you know I have so many girls email me and texting me being like I need girl talk like I need to yeah. know what to do as a woman and this yeah. and that and I'm like mood but I'm really not the person <laughs> to ask in yeah. certain aspects because I feel like it's so one-sided yeah because I'm super tomboy yeah you know you are. there's nothing wrong with that no but it's like I feel like these girls really need an option yeah right and so yeah. when I came to Chloe and I was just like oh my gosh like we're complete polar opposites we're mm -hmm. best friends why mm -hmm. don't we do this segment yeah for season three yeah and she was really on board with it so this that's is, the whole reason we're doing it yeah and this is what friends are for right right and especially as Catholic women it's easy to feel isolated a lot of us have communities where maybe it's not that big or you don't mm -hmm. have a lot of people your age and it can definitely feel lonely right so it's important for women to stick together and to it's okay to know that your looks and your preferences are diversified but mm -hmm. at the core the catholic faith is your glue exactly yeah and i love what you said about our lady kind of like scooping you up because yeah i think as a from a young age it was like the opposite for me, mm -hmm. like St. Joseph. Yeah. Like St. Awesome. Joseph was the one, cause like I'm a daddy's girl, right? Mm -hmm. Like I love my mom, but like right. I'm, I'm a 100% daddy's girl. Hey, Any, anything my dad does, I do. Yeah. Anything my dad says, I say. Yeah. Whatever my dad listens to, I listen to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it, it started at such a young age, you mm -hmm. know? I really respected my respect my dad and like hold him to a very high level mm -hmm. of authority. Mm -hmm. And so if he's not okay with something in the that moment, I might be like, yeah. like whatever yeah yeah but then um but later I'll be thinking about it. I'm like yeah okay he's probably right yeah um because ultimately the father is the ultimate example for leadership right and so the fact that you have a good relationship with him is incredible it's awesome it is we love him it's awesome. um yeah. <laughs> but I think that's so crazy because it's like then I also saw Saint Joseph like I saw my dad as like a, a type of Saint Joseph yeah and so I really got close with Saint Joseph I had a Saint Joseph rosary that was dark yeah. green when I was a kid love like that it was awesome, but yeah. I was super tomboy. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't really relate to our lady's femininity of yeah. wanting to like make bread and like right? wear these dresses and veils. Like, I want to go get in the mud. Yeah, bro. Honestly. I'm going to jump in that <laughs> creek right now. I did. I did. <laughs> and you did. And you did. And there's nothing wrong I with that. I fell in a couple times. <laughs> sure did. It wasn't always a choice. <laughs> but I mean, that was the thing where it's like, I, I would go frog hunting in the woods by my house. Mm -hmm. Like, I would ride bikes. I would have scraped knees and I still yeah. do. Yeah. Um, I would just part bugs. of who you are. Yeah. And you grew up by all these gorgeous preserves, mm -hmm. you know, these forest preserves and, and you had, you were part of a homeschool group where you yeah. had the opportunity to do that. Right. You know, it was just, that's how you were raised. Exactly. Um, and so being able to like draw in on like St. Joseph was really helpful yeah. for me and, yeah. and St. Francis of Assisi. He was also a very big one mm -hmm. for me. Um, and with that though, it's like, I, my mom would fight me trying to get me in dresses and things <laughs> I would only ever wear the most ugly dresses unless she Bless made you. them specifically for me sure because sometimes she made like these beautiful dresses mm -hmm. that I wore but they weren't I you child. though they were probably frilly I mean like they they were yeah but like I would wear them though yeah because I love well, them yeah but like made them. yeah yeah it means something exactly but then it's like if she bought me a dress though that was like frilly I'd yeah. be like ugh no absolutely not yeah I, <laughs> I am unsubscribing from this drama <laughs> free trial ended yeah. <laughs> it was literally so bad I, yeah. I was like such a monster in church too my mom could not keep a veil on me for the life of her you know each kid has their thing my youngest sister she had to wear her cinderella clippy cloppies that's what she called them they were light up cinderella shoes 
Uh, she would wear that and all kinds of questionable things. And Wait. you know what? As long as they're in church. Is that Hannah or Lily? Lily. Oh my God. <laughs> Freaking love that. Like the, you know, sometimes you go into like a, a clothing store and you look at the mannequin and you go, who did that? Someone was paid to put that outfit together. <laughs> yeah. Like a Disney Channel original movie, like the main character type of outfit. Yeah. That's what our four-year-old little sister wore at the time. They're not paying him enough. <laughs> yeah, no. No. <laughs> No. Oh my gosh. Or sometimes you just see like a naked mannequin around the store and you're just like, Ugh. it's just not right. Is that it? It's indecent. It's an... Is it a real human? No. Like throw a towel over it or something. It's just something. Just something. But it's funny that you mentioned St. Joseph. Like for me, I, I still struggle with having a connection with him. It's like the opposite for mm-hmm. me, you know? Um, and I desperately want to. He's such an amazing father figure. He, he is. is. Um, and he's incredible. And he took care of Mary in the ultimate sacrificial way he right. really did he was selfless the ultimate agape love with her so I really hope to to grow in relationship with him too he's wonderful I also think he's a great stepping stone to loving God the father yeah you know more approachable I, yeah yeah because he, he's human you mm-hmm. know and not to say that like some people just automatically have a great relationship with God the father and right I think that's great it is but personally for me I had more connection to Jesus first and yeah. then God the Father? Yeah, a lot of people, the Holy Trinity, a lot of people, they kind of lean to one or one of the three first. Yes. Typically. Yeah. You need you need that stepping stone. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes our lady is that stepping stone yeah. for some people, or Saint Joseph. Yeah. Um or other or Jesus. Saints. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole reason God gives us the saints. They're like our stepping stones, our family Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, to grow and appreciate God more. Mm-hmm. Because if we love his creation, mm-hmm. we love God. Absolutely. Because if you go up to a painter and you look at their painting and you're like, I hate this painting, you're insulting the painter. Yep. Because, Absolutely. you know, and that's what happens every time you creator. look in the mirror and you're yeah. just like, oh my gosh, I hate this about myself. And you're like, oh great. You just insulted God. Right. Like, do you feel Lord better? Created me. Yeah. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, he created our hands. right he extends his hand out to all of us at one point in our life but sometimes it's through others Mm -hmm. it's through others hands you know whether it's literally or spiritually or both exactly yeah and I think that's just it's an interesting little tidbit in there and um I guess the other thing is like I know a lot of girls they've asked me questions they're just like I don't really like girly things does that make me not feminine right you know valid question I'm like, look, I, we live in a day and age today where it's, if you don't like girly things, oh my gosh, you must be a boy then. Or if you're a boy who likes feminine things, oh my gosh, you must be a girl then trapped in a boy's body. Well, and you know what though, if things are so inverted Mm -hmm. and backwards, right? So, cause the devil is so good at causing confusion and causing distortion. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing where if you, um, I think a lot of girls are also rebelling and, and, uh, unfortunately, birth control is a huge huge Mm -hmm. part of the confusion for women you're taking away what makes you a woman hormonally and that really messes with you mentally therefore it's going to affect your spirituality so true yeah and then I think uh so so what you know if you don't want to wear a bow in your hair that doesn't make you less of a woman Mm -hmm. if you want to wear like bike shorts and a t-shirt you want to go hiking it doesn't make you less of a woman if you want to wear a long dress with you know lots of jewelry and you want to wear um your hair down and curled that doesn't make you more of a woman mm-hmm. it just that's what you like to accentuate right right like going and back i think to there's end, definitely yeah yeah and i do i think there's definitely a time and a place for it agree you know mm-hmm. because it's like you want to curl your hair and get cutied up for mm-hmm. a hike mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah it's not appropriate yeah. i mean you could like no one's stopping <laughs> you I, do we suggest that no no <laughs> would not be comfortable yeah no <laughs> and also yeah. I mean if it's for a photo shoot I think that's a little different right well yeah we love a good we love photo a good photo shoot. shoot should do that actually. we should well, honestly <sighs> we should 
bucket list in fall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Guys, it's coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) Coming soon on DVD and VHS. No, that is too old. The oh. 1990s. Oh, oh like, what a time. What I wasn't is- alive, actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us were. Well, you were 99. Yeah, 1999. So that just doesn't count. I mean, that's 99 babies. <laughs> Valid. Oh. Honestly, though, but I think that's just the, a funny thing to me is it's like, people always think like oh in order to be feminine I have to always look feminine Mm -hmm. it's like no there's a feminine heart right Mm -hmm. like a motherly heart somebody like if you if you're hiking you can be in biker shorts you know your hair hasn't been washed in five days yeah blah 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 you're hiking you see a little kid who scraped his knee parents are nowhere to be found and you're like oh my gosh sweetie are you okay like do you need a band-aid right that is a feminine spirit right and you know you mentioned how you like to hunt frogs right there you go yeah like to hunt frogs right as women we really appreciate the value of like yeah (laughs) just frogs that's a womanly trait just frog no but it's like you appreciate the life right any any real living creature that's really instilled within us Mm -hmm. and so there's something beautiful about sure you like to hunt frogs but you appreciate the life Mm -hmm. within that it's still part of god's creation and you can appreciate that exactly and it's like and i would like check them out i would name each one of them and then i'd release them Y'all know the frog from Shrek? I don't know if it's the second or the third, but he's like the king frog. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Did he die? He did. He did. He did. Great character, though. He was a good (laughs) (laughs) He was a good king. He was a good king. (laughs) He did die, though. But yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, it's true. And I used to have this, I used to have this best friend named Hannah. um, And she and I, when we were little kids, Mm -hmm. like we would hang out all the time. And she had a little sister named Isabella. And we would come over all the time, play with RC car. She was just mm-hmm. like me, super, super tom- tomboy. Mm-hmm. She fell into the water once. I fell in after her because I didn't want her to feel bad. You know, stuff happens. Stuff you do for your best friends at that true, time. True. I was like probably like nah, 10. I was probably about 10. Yeah. And so we would go frog hunting, right? And stuff. But then afterwards, like we would literally just sit around and talk about our feelings. Like, yeah, it was great. And, and yeah. And that's <laughs> another thing too, I think that girls might be intimidated by is some women are here's another thing too right I think a lot of women feel intimidated on whether or not they're introverted or extroverted we've talked about this before where you're more introverted Mm -hmm. and it's and it's hard when you of course you're a friendly girl you're incredibly kind-hearted but sometimes it can be intimidating when some girls are loud and they're out there you know and you you, I think a lot of girls maybe question themselves like why isn't my personality like theirs Mm -hmm. what's lacking in mine you know, and I'm not talking examining your conscience within yourself as a woman. That's different. I'm, I'm, it's not as deep as that. Right. I'm talking just personality, being able to accept who you are and not feeling pressured to be someone else, mm-hmm. you know? No, I agree. And I think that's probably one of the difficult things about being a woman is like most guys are extroverted, you know? And so they tend most. <laughs> you get those timid tread tread catholics though <laughs> every now and then every now and then but well, yeah the, the, by nature yeah they're more they're leaders and, they tend to yeah. be more like can you know not control sure. just out there yeah i agree and so it's harder for like introverted women to meet guys mm-hmm. because um I, I hate using the term pick me but <laughs> a lot of the girls will act like pick me girls where they're like oh my gosh chad like yeah i can't chad. do anything unless you're around yeah. and stuff and then as soon as chad leaves she's like all right give me the hundred pound this <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, like not being able to be yourself. You mm-hmm. have to put on this this 
ultra fragile facade. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is, you know, not natural. You yeah. know, women are super strong. And strong. Yeah. I think I saw this, like, what was it a reel or something where mm-hmm. one guy was basically saying like, we are the only species that pretends our female, you know, our female side of mm-hmm. ours, our species is weak. Yeah. Which is very interesting when you break it down. Because mm-hmm. on one hand, it absolutely makes sense. You, when you're around men, you want you naturally want to submit yes and that's just not that's not unhealthy but it can turn unhealthy really quickly right because again things get inverted yeah right Mm -hmm. and it's like there's the difference between being domineering and being Mm -hmm. like a a naggy Mm -hmm. type of person Mm -hmm. versus being too submissive Mm -hmm. and just being abused all the time yeah there's a there's a balance of being like sacrificing for your significant other for the man you love Mm -hmm. but also um you know keeping a backbone so that if he messes up yeah you can be like hey you gotta you gotta pull you gotta pull it together man and ultimately it comes down to self-respect right not pride but self-respect um and if you have if you root yourself in christ in your relationship with him there's an inner strength there that no human can give you Mm -hmm. And so, and that'll shine through in your, in your relationships. Uh, so self-respect is so key. Right. Yeah. Seeking approval from others will typically, it, depending on the context, but if you're seeking approval from others through being inauthentic, something's off. Something's I agree. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest part is the fact that it's like, we want approval from others of so course. badly because of course. it's not just like our human nature, but it's also what society tells us these days. It's mm-hmm. like, um, what matters is like what people think of you. Mm-hmm. You have to dress this way or act mm-hmm. this way in order to be accepted by your peer group. And mm-hmm. in reality, that's not really true at all. Everyone's mm-hmm. trying to figure out where they belong, where they yeah. fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the time people aren't even paying attention to you. Yep. And we get it in our heads that we're so important that everybody's looking at us. Absolutely. And it, that does come down to pride. Because, mm. it, and a lot of people don't know that though, you know, it's the truth is, is the measurement scale for success in society, truly, no matter what people say, people, it's about what you drive, where you live, yeah. what you do, what do you wear, you know, it, it affects how people treat you mm-hmm. and it shouldn't, it should be who you are. You could be an honorable person and work hard and you don't have to prove anything or show anything for it. Right. You know? I think that's important to, to definitely touch on. And when it comes coming back to the femininity thing, Mm -hmm. I mean, there are so many ways to practice Mm -hmm. femininity. I know for me specifically, I've fallen off of it a few times because I'm like, I'm so busy with everything I do and stuff, but just like working, wearing, um, skirts, you know, is really helpful for me. Small stuff, small, Mm -hmm. like really small things. Like Mm -hmm. it could, I can literally garden in a skirt. Yeah. And I think we get into this mindset of like, there are specific clothes you wear for specific things, which is yes. true. Like you would not wear a prom dress to garden. Absolutely. I mean, you could, but like, but, but you, you don't, you, you just don't. don't. It's not functional. <laughs> right. But there are Ooh. dresses that Maybe you can, that. that you can wear to mm-hmm. work. I mean, I, I just gave Lily a dress yes. so she could paint. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, And so, because she didn't feel feminine wearing her like pants and painting. Yeah. She, she didn't like it. It's uncomfortable. And it makes sense because Mm -hmm. she's very feminine, just like you. And she wanted to embrace that while doing everyday tasks like painting. And like you said, though, there's a time and a place. I think we're too hard on ourselves, especially, I know, I'm sure you can relate to this as young girls, 
as young as like 11 and 12, I started beating on myself, not literally, but like, you know, (laughs) for not being good enough, for not being like other girls, for you just, you feel less than. Right. And, and as you grow and you age, you, you want to let go of that. You want to let go of that mindset. You want to pray that any kind of divisive spirit that is keeping you from embracing your femininity is is sent away through our lord because it's truly it's dangerous Mm -hmm. um it's detrimental to your livelihood and your vocation it's true yeah and i always say like what we're talking about like femininity looks different for everyone is also um i like to point out that in the victorian era Mm -hmm. right in England, like women would wear dresses up to their neck mm-hmm. and sleeves down to their wrists. And no air conditioning. No now. air conditioning. And oh. like they would just wear these huge dresses. But then you go to Africa mm-hmm. or um, I'm partially Native American. So you look mm-hmm. into the Native American times mm-hmm. um, of people during the exact same time and bare breasted women in yep. the Native American tribes were considered to be feminine and beautiful mm-hmm. and modest yeah. even. Culturally, it varies significantly. And now I think it's a lot different because we have social media. So we know what different cultures are like without Mm -hmm. having to go and visit them. Mm -hmm. Um, So everyone's kind of embracing, you know, dressing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, it's still different though. Like in Africa, they wear completely different things Mm -hmm. than they do. Still feminine and beautiful. Yeah. Night and day compared to other places and cultures. Right. Um, And if I could bring something up, you know, I would say in the extremely, extremely secular individual based society we live in it used to be a familial based society Mm -hmm. even even 50 years ago things were different where the family was the heart of everything and you could and it and it bled out into the community and you could see that but now it's individual based me 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 most people their families are extremely broken because the devils did have done a fantastic job at breaking down the family they did um unfortunately and so i think especially on social media young girls were exposed to so much uh indecency yes to the point where it's 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 sickening and that has corrupted so many young men and women but especially the young girls because they think that most of their value comes from their looks mm-hmm. and um you know how can i seem sexier how can i seem more you know uh attractive right in the wrong ways and it's a lot of pressure for young girls because like we talked about earlier we seek approval naturally yeah but in the in the wrong ways for the most part and if you go against the grain, you're criticized for that. If you say, no, I don't want to dress that way. And I think it's wrong. Not only saying I don't want to dress that way, but standing up for what you believe in. Oof. Right. It's, you're ridiculed for it. It's true. And it's like, you can't really win because mm-hmm. on one spectrum, they're like, oh, well, women are supposed to be stronger because like, you know, they have all these opportunities and things, which is so true. You know, mm-hmm. we do have so many opportunities, like equal opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Which is great. But then on the other side of the spectrum, especially in like some traditional Catholic areas, a lot of men like put down women. Yeah. Like I just experienced it, like, especially on Twitter, which I don't suggest anybody go on Twitter, but just in general, like in Catholic men groups, they, Mm -hmm. they really do view women as weak, but they also have this false sense of masculinity where they feel like in order to feel more masculine, they have to de-demasculate the woman I don't know if that makes any sense They're, they just don't empower women because the truth is is men and women play such a key role for each other the truth is actually in most a lot of people get this mixed up especially some young men because the truth is there's not that many good examples out there let's be honest 
they get it mixed up where they think they have to be the one that's in control and they're the only ones that are in charge all the time. The truth is, is men and women are designed to keep each other accountable. Yes. Instead, I think a lot of men think that they're the only one that should be in charge of keeping the wife accountable. Oh no, Mm -mm. it goes both ways. Not the same because men and women are not the same and the roles are not the same but absolutely men keep the women accountable and the women keep the men accountable and unfortunately you you don't see that play out tons in the traditional communities yeah because it's it's just you know we've gone we've we've made so much progress and yet we've still gone backwards a lot (laughs) yeah yeah and it but what's great though is like we have a lot of resources online yeah where, where men can learn and grow in that way hopefully and, and same with women of learning their roles but being but being able to embrace it with the mm-hmm. joy right that's that we're designed for no you're so right yeah I, I love that so much it's so true mm-hmm. so do you do you think we should go to questions now I think we should let's, <laughs> let's rock and roll okay let's so, do it look I love questions lol okay <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I can't I can't help it okay <clears throat> okay Okay. What subtle ways can one incorporate femininity into their daily lives? Great question. I love this question. Um, I would say a great way to start is by, of course, praying the rosary, right? Mm -hmm. You really getting in touch with Our Lady. But a good way to start is to, and I struggle with this tremendously, by the way. So this isn't me on a pedestal preaching. I I really (laughs) am working on this, uh, is to get up every morning and get yourself ready. Mm. I know this sounds so like, yeah, of course, no, of course, you know, but no, really like not just getting ready for your work day, getting up. (laughs) Don't you look at me like that. Just give me a silly goose face, (laughs) getting up, showering and getting dressed with purpose and making sure that you feel good about yourself before you go about your day Mm. because, and being mindful with it, right? For guys, it's like you use your three in one shampoo, you throw some gel on your hair and you're like, all right, good enough. Which I'm not being a hater, but for women, I think being more mindful about the process of getting ready for our day is a great way to embrace that subtle femininity that women used to take more time and care with. Right. You know. And also, I mean, we don't have, I mean, back then they didn't have as many products as we do today too. Yeah. We got no excuse, ladies. We I literally mean, we have like Neutrogena, so many things. Walgreens, Ulta, got, Sephora. That was all I had. I didn't yeah. have <laughs> I don't know any other brands. What about you? What do you do? Um, gosh, I mean, again, wearing skirts mm-hmm. is a big one. Yeah. Even just like, if I, jump for you. yeah, because like, I don't usually wear skirts and dresses, though, yeah. you know, my closet is full of them. It's growing, though. I'm proud of her. She's doing better. I just opened my closet. And yeah, there's like all these shirts. <laughs> and then there's like four dresses. Uh, but I definitely decided to something that Chloe actually taught me was like, if I don't fully love a dress, mm-hmm. if I don't fully love something, yeah, I'm not gonna buy it. You don't see yourself wearing it more than once. Mm hmm. No, more than twice or three times. Don't get it. Ten times. A, li- ten, a good dozen. <laughs> a good dozen times. You can spread it out. But does that mean I don't have to buy a wedding dress for my future wedding? No, you do. Okay. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, it's so true because I'm like, look, if I love it in the store, that's great. Yeah. But if I'm not going to wear it in general, like, I don't know about you, but I'm a completely different person when I'm shopping versus mm-hmm. when I'm home. Oh, for sure. When I'm shopping, I'm like twirling in the mirror and I'm like, right. oh my gosh, look how cute. But it's, but you have to ask yourself, do you see yourself mm-hmm. wearing this consistently right. instead of just, oh, I really like this on. It's so cute. Yeah. But what about next month when I have a certain event? Can mm-hmm. I see myself wearing it? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's stuff like that where I'm like, if I don't love it, I'm not going to wear it. Yeah. And it's just 
not going to benefit me in any way. Mm -hmm. So I think working in like outfits that I really love that are feminine, if I don't really love an outfit that's feminine, I'm not going to wear it. Exactly. If it's uncomfortable, I'm not going to wear it. Waste of money. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely find comfortable outfits that you love. You feel good in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know go ahead sorry so you know another small thing is too so like let's say you're a girl that doesn't wear a lot of jewelry mm-hmm. a good way to just test the waters with trying to embrace a little bit more of a femininity just wear a pair of simple earrings that you typically like pearls wear or pearls. something wear maybe a bracelet it doesn't even have to be blingy if it's like a some a piece of yarn a ring has, yeah a ring like a piece of yarn that you put a one small charm on it you get it blessed and it's something simple it's more your style mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to start yeah yeah and finding your style is super important oh yeah you know like there's there's so many video on there's that. like what is what is it that Max calls me his favorite Catholic e-girl yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah finding your style is important and it goes back to finding you yes yeah and, and not so, being anyone else it's so true yeah it's so true and yeah. so those are some ways you can implement it um I also think just like you know reminding yourself that you are in the presence of God and that you Always. are no matter what little chore you're doing you are fulfilling the duty that our lady had to fulfill in her own Absolutely. home and I think being able to connect that femininity with our lady is really helpful too. You can offer up anything that you do as small as doing washing one dish for the glory of God. Right. Yeah. And that's a feminine thing. There was that saying, was it St. Therese of Blissue who said, mm-hmm. wash the plate in the sink, not because it's yours, but because you love the person who used it. That sounds like something she would say. Something. I forget who said it exactly. Maybe it was. We'll gotta find out. Somebody, somebody said it though. Somebody, somebody, somebody did. said it. So. It was a saying. It's a great saying. I know. I know that. We love a good plate quote. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, so true. Okay. Okay. Um, next up we have uh well, thank you for being you. You're welcome. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you. Oh, you're so sweet. Um okay, hang on. Okay. I my dyslexia is really like kicking in right now. We love that. There we go. Okay. How to feel comfortable in feminine clothing like jeans and t-shirts mm-hmm. because they're this person's go-to. So sure. how to feel more more comfortable in like dresses and skirts and for how to like transition but also I think you can totally wear jeans and a t-shirt and make it feminine with just oh, yeah. a little bit of jewelry the right cut the right kind of cut of jean and t-shirt yes like you don't have to give that up to look feminine no, no. I think I have like this I have okay my favorite pants <laughs> ever they're high-waisted oh yeah the ones with the patterns with oh yeah it's so cute flowers yeah and so there's flowers on the butt pockets. Oh, yes, they're I so love cute. these jeans. And then I wear, and it's high-waisted. Mm-hmm. And then where I wear like a t-shirt that's like a crop, yeah. a crop t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then I bling it out with a little bit of jewelry. Yeah. Super feminine. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of women or young girls have this ideal image where if you're not wearing a dress all the time, a skirt all the time, mm-hmm. you know. And if that is you, more great. power to you. But you can absolutely turn most outfits as long as it's not vulgar into something feminine and beautiful it's truly the Mm -hmm. way you hold yourself it's the way you go about it I completely agree yeah I agree and not just that but also like if you want to get feel more comfortable in it Mm -hmm. find your style of dress and skirt Mm -hmm. because a lot like Chloe wears really beautiful long gowns that are like gorgeous with skirts and stuff those swallow me alive (laughs) well the thing is is so I'm 5'11 and so it's most girls aren't and so that is that is another thing too is every woman's body type is so different Mm -hmm. and finding what flatters you it can be intimidating so it takes time 
it takes time to build your wardrobe like that it's so true your feminine wardrobe yeah and I know for me it's like I need skirts and dresses that are slightly above the knee or slightly below mm-hmm. otherwise why you hold yeah yeah and it's just not comfortable at that point exactly comfort exactly. is key too yeah and so if you want to find your style and yeah. then just wear it you don't have, get used to it yeah you do not have to compromise comfort for femininity agreed yeah yeah no I completely agree um what advice would you have on on learning to love and respect your body Ooh, this is a good one that's a good one you wanna you wanna go first on that one yeah I would say because I have actually really struggled with body image you know throughout the years until coming back in my faith Mm -hmm. is that um it sounds really dumb but but it's it's not because I literally had to get into this mindset where you what you say to yourself is really important because I was listening to Father Crow, Mm -hmm. who's an exorcist. And basically there was this girl who came into his, you know, his his office. (laughs) And (laughs) and she was saying how she had this overwhelming pain of like hating herself. And like, Mm -hmm. she just felt so self-deprecated. Plagued so many women. Yes. And so demons can actually make that somewhat worse. And so Father Crow told her, he's just like, say, I renounce the spirit of Mm -hmm. anxiety in the name of Jesus to be cast at the foot of the cross to be judged Mm -hmm. or whatever. And she tried and she couldn't. She actually started like dying. Like she started getting like convulsing. She started coughing. She was very oppressed. And she started coughing and on the floor and stuff. And Father Crow was like, well, I have to be somewhere in like five minutes, but uh." (laughs) not what I signed up for. But (laughs) (laughs) And so he had to have her do this because she was speaking such vulgar things to herself mm-hmm. and being like I hate my Evil. body and this yeah. and that and that's not from God right nope. because when you insult yourself you insult God because right. he created you mm-hmm. and so if you're insulting yourself that's not from God yeah and so really changing your mindset and being able to embrace the way you look and and even find ways yeah. where like maybe a different haircut fits yeah. you better mm-hmm. or maybe you like yourself with you know brown hair Try like a different lip color yeah yeah just these little things mm-hmm. and I think a good way to combat that as simple as it sounds if you find yourself being attacked because I've absolutely struggled with the same thing mm-hmm. struggle with my weight eating disorders things like that Hor- horrible issues you know like many many young girls and women struggle it's with rampant today. Today. it's absolutely horrific just remind this is something my mother always told me if you find yourself being attacked, because that's what it is, it's an attack. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself, I am made in the image and likeness of our God. Yes. Simple as that. And if you need to say it three times in the name of the Holy Trinity, do mm-hmm. it. Because guaranteed, whatever's attacking you will back off. Yeah. Because, because it's it, weak. Demons it's, are weak. They're weak. And God is not. And so if you just remind yourself, I am made in the image and likeness of God. That, and you say that three times. Yeah. Yeah. In the name of the Father and Son, Holy Absolutely. Spirit. Absolutely. Sign of the cross yeah and that's because you have to combat that it is from the pits of hell that so true it's it's yeah because the devil likes to destroy mm-hmm. right and so if he can destroy ones of god's creations he'll try mm-hmm. and do it because yeah. he can't make anything so he can only try to uh, basically warp what god has yeah. created because if we can't love ourselves mm-hmm. in the image and likeness of our god and remind ourselves about that we're gonna have a hard time being wives and mothers agreed it'll spread and not just that but also think of your future children you know yeah. because whatever you say about yourself whether you they're think they're listening it. or not they will begin to think about themselves absolutely so if you find yourself being self-deprecating talking about your weight oh i look so like bad oh today. i shouldn't have that piece of pie because yeah. oh, i'm so they fat. hear you they hear just and then they yourself. look at themselves absolutely instead say thank you lord for waking me up today 
I'm so grateful to be able to have another day with you to worship you because it could be my last. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just so sad how, how, how it's so crazy in today's world too. Yeah. But then there's TikTok people who fake their mental illness. (laughs) I have eight personalities. (laughs) I have D and D and I'm like, oh, you have Dungeons and Dragons. This is Jessica. She works at Six Flags. (laughs) It's like, oh my goodness. Thanks. Nobody cares. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. (laughs) Let's do one more question. Mm -hmm. there's so many good ones and all guys always feel free to email me questions and say in like say if you want them to be anonymous or not sure yeah and then just email me in the title in the sub headline or whatever just be like for pot for next podcast we'll try and fit as many in as we can yes we always we always try to but we try to pick five Mm because that's like i think a reasonable amount i think so yeah um okay um what's a good way to meet good catholic men great question whoever asked that (laughs) um of course, the obvious thing is is church. Now, I that's easier said than done because right. there's many parishes out there. However, there's not exactly a lot of Latin communities and a lot of Latin communities, they absolutely prioritize relationships differently True. than modern Novus Ordo. Mm-hmm. So that's already a battle I think a lot of Catholics face, especially in the dating world. Um, so of course, church, putting yourself out there and it can be, it can be tough to, if you find out there's a group, like even if you join a Catholic Facebook group, that's local, someone goes, Hey, listen, I'm having a potluck at my house. Yeah. You could tell yourself, dude, I don't know anyone. And that's super intimidating. I'm not going to go. No, make yourself do it. There's a chance that it's going to suck. Like, okay. I honestly think there's, <laughs> I think there's three levels of it could times. Suck, guys. <laughs> I think there's three levels. I'm sorry, but it's true. I think there's three levels of times you can have when you go out. I okay. think there's like, eh, I think it's like, all right, that kind of sucked time, a medium good time or really good time. Silly goose time. Silly goose time. And I think that the, it's a gamble. Yeah. But those relationships can blossom over time. You just have to keep putting yourself out there. That's really, really key. Like, so recently during my transition with things, I made a promise to myself. All right, well, if I'm going to have extra time on my hands, I am making myself go to as many groups and events as possible. Mm-hmm. And was it uncomfortable a lot? Absolutely. But did it pay off? Yes. And then I followed along. And with she followed said. along with, and I'm proud of her because. After she not, said the coast was clear, I was like, yeah. all right, I'm coming. She's like, I was like, I swear the group's better. They're less weird. Please. <laughs> and it, it's. It, <laughs> You know, and I, and I will say, I'll touch on slightly with online. I would say, I mean, I have plenty of friends who do do things like Catholic match, things like that. It mm-hmm. has worked out what I say that you should try what I suggest doing in person first. Yes. I know that's controversial, right? But I would suggest doing that first. I agree. I think yeah. in person is when you really get to know somebody personally yeah. and it's more natural, you it know, is. you're not intentionally looking to date somebody. And I think that's the way that you find yeah. your significant other the best. <laughs> I'm not <Right>. you. <laughs> right right absolutely not speaking from experience right uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah. yeah you get a better sense for the person and maybe it starts out as like an awkward friendship where you're like I don't see myself with this yeah. person you know and then you see them two three four more times and you're like hey I, I actually kind of like I kind of like that isn't you that know? crazy how that happens it is it is it is also <laughs> <laughs> also because it's like online 
if you do decide to online date because you you just swear there's like no guys near you whatsoever and so you yeah. need to online date okay fine like that's great fine. but like in the middle of kansas city i mean it's slim pickings i don't know. know they have they have like st mary's not out kansas there city that was oklahoma let's go with oklahoma that's i meant more i love that musical <laughs> you know, like the closest thing i have to a boyfriend is like a tall corn husk <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> we'll call him husky oh no Mr. Husk. <laughs> yeah but it's true and i mean in those instances i think that's okay but seriously get it off phone as quick as possible yes. if you meet somebody and you're like okay within like a couple days of talking to them you and being like okay this them. person is not gonna murder me yeah they're not a jeffrey dahmer right meet um, with them in public yeah sure and make sure it's like a public coffee shop it's yeah. not super late at night absolutely they're not picking you up exactly know your address be smart girls please yes we don't need anyone getting murdered i don't care how nice they seem i don't care if they're wearing mm-hmm. a cassock in their old pictures because they were discerning <laughs> facts i don't care do not do that facts so like definitely be safe about it um, but get it offline as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. That's so important because then mm-hmm. you're just, what? You're just in the talking phase. Time. Yeah. And then it shows for men, it shows a lack of um, ambition. And discipline. And it, yeah. Oh. And so it's, they, they're too comfortable. Yeah. So if they're not willing to go, Hey, listen, we've been chatting a few days. We should get serious and at least meet each other. Mm-hmm. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I love it. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. I think we hit a lot of great thank topics. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. This was awesome. I hope anybody who is listening today <laughs> found this podcast to be helpful. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait to do more of these. Me too. Really so, looking forward to it. Lots yeah. of girl talk time. I'm so excited. I love it. <laughs> Literally drinking tea and spilling tea. Oh yeah. We love spilling tea. And if there's any really young girls on here, um, just know that you're not alone. Truth. And that if you're ever really having a bad day, you know, just put on one of these podcasts because know that you're not alone and that we we're here you. for you. We understand. We were literally in your shoes like not too long ago. Exactly. So, I mean, like I'm 23, you're 22. We were literally there. Like, we were there and we're still working on it. So you're not alone. Facts. Yeah. Fat facts. No well, printer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. This is how you know I need to stop. This is how you know we're going to go to Calamari soon. Yeah, I'm saying dumb slogans. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, bestie. (laughs) Thank you, babe. Love you. And we'll catch you next time. All right. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Catholic's Perspective with me, The Religious Hippie. Make sure to visit my official website at thereligioushippie.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter to keep up to date with my latest news and offerings. You can also find me on virtually any social media site as The Religious Hippie. Thanks for listening. A quest is a search for something. And every week, the Quest podcast will show you how we know what we know through interviews with people that have incredible stories of dedication and perseverance. I'm your host, Todd Fisher. Join me in this thought-provoking and inspiring podcast of discovery. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please be sure to rate and review this episode. This podcast is produced by Todd Fisher and Anthony Smith and is distributed by Metacortex Publishing. This podcast is copyright. Any previously trademarked or copyright content is used by permission. Information and opinions stated in this podcast should not be construed as medical advice. Please be sure and visit the official website for Metacortex Publishing at metacortexpublishing.com or find us on social media for other unique content.